All right, hi guys, welcome back in quotation marks uh, because this is not an actual episode with a topic. This is us telling you we're coming back properly in the following week. We're actually just doing a proper recap of what the last, it feels like two weeks has been about. Um, a few updates, a few insights, thoughts, and just general catch-up episode sort of thing. So hopefully you do not mind. Um, but yeah, Wale is back at base. I am also back at base and yeah it's written nonsense base are you not at your base you're at your laptop your desk your table your corner in your your studio you're in the studio i'm in my studio so tell us everybody how how you you went you had a much more dramatic trip so in terms of um i don't think so um says who <laughs> says who Shall, you you went back home for the first time says in six who? years that's that's really dramatic right so to be honest, I think you have a more dramatic story to tell. Not really. I don't think so. I feel and like... I fo- was... <laughs> yeah. Folks that are listening... I mean, I, I know we did a... Uh, go on, go on, go on, go on. No, I was going to say, like, for, there, are, there are certain folks that are listening that know what happened on both ends. So, they should let us know who they, who they think had a more dramatic experience. But I feel like it's you. But anyways, carry on. I mean, I know we did the catch-up thing we did. That was 20 minutes earlier, which was, I think... Four days after I arrived, so very, very briefly. Um, but Nigeria was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. As, as I think that's my headline story. Um, Trust Sunday's, Sunday's rolling was, their eyes like, why did you think it was, it was going to be bad. bad? I don't mean Nigeria. People should not get self-conscious. I mean my experience with my family and and seeing people all over, all over again. I don't, I don't mean the environment. Because obviously, as you said, six years away, you would always hypothesize and think of, like, visualize, oh, what I, what's it going to be like? What's going what's gonna to happen when you get there, etc. Things like that. But maybe, maybe I'm also a bit of a, maybe I'm also a bit of another thinker. Who knows? But it was, it was a trip that felt nerve wracking at the start. There was a lot of anxiety at the start, as I said, given the timelines that has been in questions, given. I know what to expect. Obviously, when Nigeria becomes more of an imagination than your reality, you know that there's a, there's you've been out for too long. Um, and yeah, I think my very first few days was obviously hard to had to adjust immediately. I say obviously because of the time I'd spent out of the country. Um, I don't think anybody, I don't think that's about anything about me or Nigeria. I think it's just the nature of human beings. After I've been out for so long, it was kind of hard to adjust to just little things, to be honest. Mm. The, 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 I won't say the noise, but like just little things, just very little things, like adjusting to knowing that, okay, you, you, you go to a bank, you go somewhere, security guard will talk to you. I'm having to know that, okay, I'm I'm have to renegotiate prices, having to learn what basic prices are, given that everything is so expensive now. Mm. I think that was probably one of the biggest shocks, having to know how to renegotiate because Mm. I didn't even know what the base point was for things. And given that when I left, I used to buy things a lot informally off the road, et cetera. I'm doing the same thing now. I'm hearing a price that feels (laughs) remotely far from what I remember. And I'm and, and I'm and I'm and I'm excelling with my English in front of the woman, and she's excelling back like it is what it is. 
Mm-hmm. And some people, and you can tell like some of them are not flinching because that's just the actual nature of the price. Yeah. So there was that. There was also the idea of, you know, when you have to see people or try and see people in Nigeria like that because you're like, you know, when you go back, you feel like you have to see some people. Um, that, that, was, that was another weird thing because obviously I didn't see everybody I could have seen um, because my, before I left for Nigeria, my, my main focus was my family. Spend time with my, yeah. my, my family, as simple as that, as much as I can. My family, I mean nuclear family. I don't mean any extended. Um, and of course, the food I saw that I was glad to see, the food I saw that I felt, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing to force. They don't, they don't force anything as much mm. anymore. Um, so I think those were the kind of things that happened at the start, particularly the first one week. Second week was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot better. I'd already adjusted a lot more. Not just adjusted to the environment, but like your mannerisms had come out a lot more. Um, because even though I thought, oh yeah, I'll go back, uh, I'll, I'll, I will speak, I will speak, I'm also Yoruba, I will speak broken, everything. <laughs> Sometimes it was just hard to maintain that um, identity of being, uh, what do you call it, a local boy. Mm. Because even though you start a, a, a conversation with your localness, midway, midway, as you're arguing about something, just drops. <laughs> somebody, somebody just drops. I like, who will use this word if they? <laughs> who, who, who uses this kind of English word if they? If they? <laughs> if, yeah. they if they? If they you get mm-hmm. and, and the and the young man you're like, ah, oh, damn it, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, so so little things like that, and then obviously like getting Ubers and stuff around. That was interesting because, you know, it's weird because like there's police checkpoints and you're thinking. Oh, I haven't got this, I haven't got that. But I'm like, when I was in Niger, and I, I always think about all these things. Mm-hmm. Like, police, police checkpoints, so what? Like, what's my business? <laughs> you say so what? <laughs> but now it was like, if, if it felt, I felt more alert to things like that. You know, things like how we're driving, things like, um, you know, safety, things like doing things properly. Just because maybe there was just that heightened sense of things. Um, mm. But I think from, I think it was probably my week, maybe day 10 in, in the entire week two that I would say I, f- I went full, fully fledged, almost back to full, 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 100% Nigeria again, whereby I was, I was talking as I would talk before I left. I was driving normally without being worried. I was using, bro, even if, even I drove the first week, I, I, I forgot to use the horn. You know how we always use the horn now. Just little things like that. Just little things like that. I forgot to use the horn, like to press horn like five times for one way we're on your side. <laughs> so we're you on know, side. You know, Dreams. but like it, it, it take a while for you to adjust to those little things that that make your life a normal Nigerian. Um, and of course, I, there was also this weird willingness to throw money at problems at things, which I, which, yep. which I realized. Yep. Um, and, and, and I don't know how that came to be. I don't know whether it's because, okay, first of all, so going, going to Nigeria, even though, even though, even they're going with pounds, in a way, even they're earning in pounds, I was still very, very frugal with my money because things are tight here. Mm. Right. So I don't a budget for everything that I was going to spend. And I, I, I sent the money to Naira to an account, all of that. I'd put I put up I put an extra twenty percent for miscellaneous or thirty percent for miscellaneous extra. Mm. 
So, so I was still quite tired because I was like, no matter what, I don't want to send more money to my account, my Nigerian account, yeah. while I'm there, right? But I guess, unlike the bloody UK, Nigeria is a place whereby when you have money, just let me let me caveat. This. I don't mean like when when you when you just have basic money at your disposal, you feel equipped, mm. and and that's because <laughs> this. everything. Systems, social norms, everyday stuff makes you feel equipped for things that you are used to hustling too much for here. Okay. Right. So, for example, let's say, let's say like something, something can be fixed here. So something breaks here, for example. Yeah. I would think long and hard before I call anybody. I would say, okay, I'm, I'm doing it myself. Yeah. I'll look online on how to fix stuff. This is an example of that fixing. But there I'm like, First thing I think about is, who can do oh yeah, okay, um, 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 who are going to pay for it? Mm. So I think it took me about a good amount of self-awareness to realize like, okay, what's going on here? I come through the money out of everything because also, you could also take that kind of feeling into talking with people because like, you can, you can talk with somebody close to you and then talking about something and then and the next thing is to do, okay, well, Let's try and pay for this. Let's try and pay for that. But that's not, that's not your, your role. That's not what you're supposed to do. So there was that weird willingness to throw money at problems at things, which I kind of experienced. But thankfully, I was proud that I didn't go over a budget. In fact, like leaving, leaving the airport at the airport, I had 5K left from the amount that I, I sent. And I was very proud of that <laughs> because, because I think from week one, we were quite sure that the money was going to finish. And I said, we, that's my sister, because she told me that, guy, this, the way I'm going, this is money will not last. I was like, it's the last, last, it's mm-hmm. the last. Um, mm-hmm. but, it did, it, but it did help that my trip was mostly a family visit, so I didn't, I wasn't chasing Lao Lao, I wasn't chasing, Jai Jai. I was chasing Jai Jai, I didn't need that. Um, but also, I think the other thing as well is, my life here was also my life there in a way, whereby I was also happy not going out every time but spend time with people and, and staying at home in fact like they were asking me many times oh, do you want to come I'm like nah I'm good I'm good I'm good because I just want to be in the house today and not do stuff and then see how your life is here and then maybe tomorrow okay tomorrow can go out I, I mean I did go out quite a number of times I, I didn't post everything online because it also it also was not my second nature because also I think over, over here I don't post everything I do so over there as well, I didn't feel the need to. In fact, it was my cousin that was messaging me to say, ah, guy, you're Lagos, why are you not posting? <laughs> he was mm. like, why are you not posting? So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll post one or two. So I think when I went there, I just posted the next day, just, just for that sake. Just like, okay, I'm here. But, but it wasn't because of me giving no guys. I just didn't think about it. Mm. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? And you said it wasn't dramatic. Look at you. You've been going on for the last for the last <laughs> 10, 15 minutes. So we have the verdict here because I just, I don't um, have I don't have that think, much story to share. I think there was also a guilt of not seeing people. I think, you know, for for example, um, I couldn't get to see Banjo and I felt bad about that. Oh really? Um, because 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 I knew from week one that it wouldn't be possible. Because first of all, where I lived it was very far from where he was. Or he is rather, mm. and I was, and I was also I was also in Ibadan for quite a long time with the folks, so I come back yeah. to Lagos. I come back to Lagos. I was I was working my last week, in Lagos working from home. 
So I only had weekends. Mm. So I knew that that was those weekends I had to do other things. So I knew I, so I think from week one I knew it was not going to be possible. But then there's there's some other people that I did not feel bad about not seeing. Um, because I was like, it is what it is. Yeah. And I think I I got to a point where I realized that I've you've I've changed. Like it became evident that I've I'm a new no human. I'm I'm a man now because when I left, obviously we were what 22, 23, thereabouts. And at that point in life, everything I was thinking about for what life could give me was just hoping for the next season to reveal it. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I finished doing NYC, like, okay, well, once we get the job, life will reveal it. But in doing that, there's people that you were always like, maybe I won't say looking up to, but people that you were always were looking up to, people that you were you always found to be as Okay, this this guy is the person I want to be like. This girl is the person I want to be like or be around. Um, but I guess when I came back now, even though even though some of those people I saw them, I spoke to them on the phone, that feeling was no more there. Um, because I realized like we've grown to like separate things now completely, like self separate interests completely, and I was like, oh wow, like you're now an individual. You're no more like a yeah. group think yeah. follow the easy crowd easy kind of thing you're not individual you can say no without feeling bad about things just because now if i actually value my own likes and desires now as opposed to just following things mm-hmm. as a look so that's that something that was interesting to realize um there's there's one thing that's that someone told me um in my dms when I left, it was like, it asked me what I felt, the feeling of relief and sadness at the same time. Um, and I was like, actually, you're right. That's, a, that's actually a good point because I did, I did not know that that feeling was defined as that. But I did feel a sense of relief and sadness when I was leaving Niger. And the relief, obviously, I guess is because you're coming back to your normal life. Normal life in quote being that that's what you've done every day for years. But sadness knowing that you're leaving behind your family, which is a, which is a super ridiculous thing to today. I still I still do not like it. I think going back made me realize that this is not normal. Mm. Um, because I got along with my sisters very well. I enjoy time with them very well in person. I mean, if I enjoy time with them so much that I just I I felt I was like if I was in Nigeria for 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 since. I mean, I don't know what life would have looked like. Maybe not as good. Who knows? But who knows what life would have looked like? So I guess I I got a, I got a good glimpse of what I've missed in terms of, in terms of like a relationship, a quality one. Yeah. Um, particularly now that I'm an adult, because obviously when you're young, when you're 18, 17, you're still fighting because you're not nothing in common. Mm. I say, but now you can talk about things together. You can debate things. You can disagree with their ideas without feeling. Like you're arguing with somebody, but you're actually talking as an adult. Um, so that was actually a good realization as well. Um, what else? <laughs> when I got back to the UK, I remember at the airport at Heathrow, I saw I saw I saw an LGBT sign. Hmm. I just thought, damn, I didn't see that for like been three, four minutes. weeks. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. Um 
And I think an album that shocked me in the UK when I came back was it was just so quiet. Like the train. Like and 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 I, and I kind of felt like a drop in energy a yeah. little bit when I came back because it was just so quiet. So I not going to try like, oh, this is a bit quiet. Mm. And I realized like our energy back home, all of that, all of that noise, even even though we feel like, oh, it's, 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 it's love noise, but like if you're in the train at home, if you're in the bus at home, you're hearing somebody's story and it's, and it's adding to your day. You know, it's giving your day some kind of context, some kind of juice, good or bad, whatever, I don't know. But here is you could just it just showed me how yeah it's just like it's man on its own mm. kind of thing, um. But yeah, I think that was that was Nigeria in a nutshell or a big shell. Exactly, I'm shell. like I'm like that. that ain't, I don't know what kind of nut you're talking about, but I guess <laughs> that's a huge massive one. But good, like obviously, because I was gonna you kind of like answered some of the other follow up questions that I've had um in terms of like reflecting and all of those things, um, and. Mine was that. is bad. God. <laughs> you mentioned, you know, they, they, they announced that they're closing this in Jan, but they've moved it and they're going to close it from November, which is wild. So anybody who's like trying to go to, I guess, Nigeria this December, I, I don't even know how it's going to be like because, like, how else do you get to wait? What are the other, because I guess there's the Echo other bridge. bridges. There's yeah. only two, Echo Bridge, Terminal Bridge. That's the only way. I'm, so they'll stress. So the stress, you fly. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. My, and funny enough, they're doing December because they moved a lot of the December activities from Ghana to Nigeria. So I guess the main one, Afrochella, whatnot, or whatever Afro Nation. Sorry, um, but I don't know if that's on the island or mainland. But I guess if you can pass the back and come from, yeah, it's like expensive, man. Yeah. Like, like when I bought bread for one k or one two, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I could not believe it. So. I think, I think I think my my most common expression was ah. That was, <laughs> that, was that was my most common expression in Nigeria. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about banana plantain granites and ah? <laughs> yeah. So for me, I think because right from 2018, Ghana was already like 1.5, two times more than more expensive. So all those my ah moments was mostly here. So my first trip back to Nigeria in. Like, after I stayed here for three years and I went back, it was more like, oh, you guys are now playing like Ghana. I'll be, okay, fine. There was, so it was less of that. It, there, was le- there was less ah uh-uh for me because I was like, well, Ghana has already shown me pepper in terms of, like, you go and buy pig milk and yeah, yeah. I was convert that time, obviously, I was still converting things to Naira. And that time it used to be, like, easy, just multiply by 10. And I'm like, ah, ah, ah. Like, yeah, are you, yeah, are you yeah, kidding yeah, me right yeah. now? But now... But now it's it's kind of like the reverse. In I now process things in dollars instead, and so I, so I divide by ten here in Ghana. So I'm like, okay, fine, it's still under. But then when you now deep it, you're like, wait, I actually because sometimes I go buy something like so bread now. It's like what it's twenty CDs here. If you multiply it by that's like two grand, yeah, pretty much. So now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, shit, is that what I've been spending on like bread, like bread? But again, you kind of like don't really deep it that much. Um, speaking of speaking of that bloody bread. It's so sweet. Compared to compared to bread here, my first breakfast, <laughs> I had I had bread and eggs. I ate like six slices or seven, but I never know when I go to seven. What bread was? What brand was this? Shepherd's bread. Sun, yeah. sun fresh. No, what the, no, I no, no. This was Lagos. No more oh, sliced okay. bread. It's not. It's not supermarket. Oh, okay. Just supermarket bread that you buy. Yeah. But I guess the point is like I forgot that we have typically have sugar in our bread, lots of sugar, mm. and I don't have that here. 
okay. But the British right. bread, the British bread is I mean, yeah. So so British, British bread is just is like French bread. So that's that's different. Okay. But basic bread, basic uh, white bread. Yeah, it's very bland. Doesn't really have yeah, very bland. Yeah, yeah, very bland, very bland. That, very that, bland. That, that, that day I just ate like I was like, ah, wait, <laughs> why am I so? F- I was full. I was full for like seven hours. <laughs> I just kept wondering like. I just realized that I ate seven slices because I knew that because when I bought a new one, I'd already gone past halfway. I just thought, nah, the next day, I only took, uh, I was so conscious about it. I mean, I ended up eating like three, four eventually because it's just so good. Mm-hmm. But then, but, but then, but then they were dissing me at home somewhat because, because I was like, I want to eat bread and eggs every morning. They were like, how do I eat bread and eggs every morning? Yeah. So they're surprised that I do that here, that, that I have the same thing regularly every day. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So one day, like my sister was forcing me to eat other things. Like, guy, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I'm, I'm actually fine. Just give me eggs, and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but they found yeah. it so surprising. She made me. She made me oats. She made me yam. She made me other things. But they always pissed off that. Oh, and then and then they were always shocked that I'll have like four eggs. Oh, you're eating a lot of eggs. I mean. <laughs> that shocked them. I have four eggs. <laughs> um, but for me, I'm like, yeah, I have four eggs normally when I have breakfast. Uh, and weekends. That's wild though. Why are you eating four eggs, my G? How many do you eat? Two, I guess. No, nah, two is too, too little. Three, maybe three. if I. Three is fine. If you get larger, three is fine. Yeah. But I mean, I mean like, if, if, if I buy those small ones, four. Um, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, not so much like. How was you? You went to. Where'd you go again? Dallas? No, no, Denver? no, no, no. Somewhere. Mashi, I, went to, I, went, I went to Tennessee. Tennessee, Nashville, to be precise. Um, it's quite interesting. Like for me, it was less dramatic. I think it was just more comparing it to other like states I've been in the in the US and just seeing like obviously you didn't realize how much like the whole fifty states thing like it's kind of real because each state is its own like expression in a sort of way. It's like, just very the vibe is just very different. Like from the nightlife to the daily thing to how the roads are designed to the kinds of stores and how downtown is, I guess what you call high streets in, 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 in the UK. Just, just very, very interesting to just see how all of those things played together. But it, it was great. Um, what do you mean? Can you give us some, some details, please? In terms of what, like how things are different? I, I don't know, just something. So, okay. So for example, in, in New York is very busy, right? It's like every, you can observe from the movies how the streets are busy and all of those sorts of things. Now, if you go to like New Jersey or Boston, it's not as busy. Maybe on particular days, everything gets like really busy in that sort of way, but not in a New York kind of way, like everyday bustling kind of thing. In Nashville, on the other hand, right? Like it's always busy from like four, three, four in the afternoon, like downtown. And it's just like people in bars and stores and stuff, like just a huge swad of people that feels like New York, but you know you're not in the East Coast, right, right? Right. And then, you know where, obviously, when you go into a different bar, each bar has its own like DJ played and things like that. In Nashville, it's not DJ, it's live music. So it's like there's a whole building, there's some ah. places where it's like a building and there's like, like six restaurants. They don't essentially have windows. And each restaurant has a drummer, a keyboardist, a guitar, and somebody singing in a mic. And everybody's just doing their own thing. And you're just walking around and you're like, wait, like, how do you... Like, it's very noisy and very busy nice. and yeah, very... Yeah, yeah. Sen- like, the sensory overload was was not like New York Times Square sensory overload where it's very digital and lights everywhere. This was just human activity. Then there's, yeah, horse, yeah, yeah. there's, there's horse-drawn carriages on the road and then they had this party buses thing so you essentially rent a bus 
and they've kind of like designed the bus like almost like the double decker buses but it's not double decker but they've just designed such a way that it's not a bus made for travel but it's people dancing on the surface and just doing just like just, oh, okay that's pretty yeah cool. like a party bus or a party limo so think of it as a bus instead and they were like every day every day they were either it's a bridal shower or college students or just guys or just friends just random things going on. and you're like <laughs> <laughs> and you're like what's that speaking of yeehaw like there was a there was a there was a store that was selling cowboy boots. It was buy one get three free. Like ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like uh, get two uh, free. is so crazy. <laughs> get three free. Yeah. Then there were so naturally is known for there's a place called Hattie Bees and it's like uh, I guess you can think of it as like like KFC, but it's it's much better chicken and like the lines there are always super long, and. I feel like it's very dramatic, but I did shout Q for like an hour or whatnot to get it. And it, it was kind of, it was good. It, it was it was good compared to like, like other, it was very tasty is what I would say. And the spice levels were not just hot, like hot, like jalapeno hot, but like tasty and hot at the same time. So like that was a good experience. Um, what else? What else? Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Um, oh, like I realized like highways in the US are a bit... They're not confusing, but it's like there's a lot of lines and different things that you follow. And I'm like, I feel like driving with a lot of lines on the road that you have to pay attention to almost feels a lot more confusing than just winging it with like agiti and, <laughs> and inspiration. Do you get? Because it's like there's so many things because of the so many lines and so many rules. There's now so many things you can do wrong or not do right versus yeah, yeah. everyone Tap, tap sense and do because the way they now design it in such a way that it's like as long as you follow the rules you'll be safe but then if you follow the rules wrongly you're in so much danger versus using your intuition to tell because for example like when you're about to cross an intersection there's like there's one place that you can it feels like the middle of the road but you can't you can stay there you can pretty much stay there because right, 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 yeah right. but then your natural brain is like almost like there's nothing dividing me between Anybody. Anybody else. But apparently everybody follows the rule that way. And and it's like, I try to think about functioning in a place like that without maps would be crazy because, like, for example, to, to get to another part of town, you kind of, like, go on the interstates, but then you have to follow the exits and things like that. And everything just looks the same. So I'm trying to imagine, like, folks, before Google Maps, how are folks, like, getting yeah, around these yeah, places? Yeah, it's Bruh. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah that, that map thing is a crazy thing to be fair yeah. to think about. And then in those big countries like the US. Those big countries, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, I had a twelve or what twelve hour layover, which wasn't that bad. It was at JFK, so I feel like laying over in a very big airport is very different from laying over in a tiny airport. Obviously, because there's more to see. You spend most of the time like walking from one point to the other point. Um, but yeah, and it was it was good. It was a good experience. I wish I stayed longer. Um, for the purposes for which I went, but. Um, I I only made it a two week trip, but all. So why all, did you go? You, you haven't told anybody why you, why you went. Uh, I'm not telling anybody why I went. Anybody that needs to know why I went knows why I went. Um, but yes, I I went I went on a side mission, and the mission was I guess successful. Side mission, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought side missions are always like missions that you do outside outside the main mission. Well, in this context, my this initial is main mission. Mm-mm. No, but in, in the context, like the trip I did before was the main mission. Now, this one was kind of like in a sort no, no, side, of side mission is what you do during a current mission. A current mission. Okay, fair. So, 
And yeah, so the current mission was quarantine, and then this was the side. I don't know why we're speaking in parables here, <laughs> but like, <laughs> hey, you don't know why? I think I know why. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, that, that was it. It got back. I got back thinking. So usually, what these trips do? So obviously, I started this year or last year saying that I wanted. Let me guess. To, you go back. You go back wanting to leave Ghana. You only know that because what I, I did I share I shared it with you, but generally it's not it's no, not as direct no, as that. No, no, you didn't tell me that. Oh, okay, but it's, it's not as it's, it's not as but direct. I can as, tell. It, it's not as direct as that. I can tell. It was more. You know I can tell. Why? Because of the mission. Because of the mission <laughs> to this guy. Anyways, um, Be- because because all men are the same. So you two, you want to leave Birmingham? Is that was that was happening with you? You want to leave Birmingham? I mean. Probably one day because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, pause first. But 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 my but my departure from Birmingham is not the same as departure from. from kind of, if I leave anyways. Birmingham, I'm only going two hours down the train. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, pause first. Um, guys, like I, I I'm trying. I'm curious about what what folks are listening to episodes like this. Like what. Maybe we also get too specific about people gaining things on the episodes that they listen to. But I'm curious, like in the comment section, like what exactly, like when Wale and I catch up like this, for me and Wale individually, it's, I, I was telling someone like for us, our podcast is also a way for us to keep our friendship like going because we also use that to catch up on life and general things. But obviously when we're then, when we're now having conversations that are not centered around topics, like I'm wondering what this feels for everybody else. But I guess that maybe puts us in the same class as I guess other podcasters just like, have conversations about random things and because I was, I was listening to um, one of my friends listens to I said what I said and so because we're hanging out together a lot I, I, I caught a few episodes one or some of the episodes and I was like so I, I feel like they've also changed from what they used to do before in a sort of way oh yeah but yeah like or maybe it's just the particular episodes that I ended up catching but it is. It's just like zero pressure on the episodes. There's no. There's no. There's no method to the madness. It's just. Let's get yeah, on. Them. Nah, yeah, nah. Those girls um, follow Angela, right? Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they've. Yeah, they. No, mean, FK, FK Angela. They've FK. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Angela, they've got great chemistry. They, I think they're at the point where. They their banter is is enough. Yeah. They are. Yeah, because they, they, there was always some talk about. I'm also like, even, even the area which they are, women in Lagos, that, that context, good friends, good history of doing it, you can't run out. You would always reproduce. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, they set the standard, standard for a lot of podcasts in Nigeria anyway. Yeah. Because, I mean, they've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, before podcasts were um, mainstream. Yeah, so credit to them. Yeah, okay. Um. But I said that to say, I don't know what I was going to... Oh, yeah. So for me, I think last year, uh, or I was thinking about with the flexibility that I have with the work that I do, the stage of life that I'm at, and the lack of certain kinds of responsibilities and whatnot, um, trying to see if I was making the most of all of those variables, which I just mentioned right now. And one mm-hmm. way to think about those variables is... So, um, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, like the Odyssey plan which is essentially thinking about your life in three main buckets. Number one, projecting five years into the future if you don't change anything. So continue exactly all the things that you're doing right now across all the different categories and seeing and like seeing what would happen in, in five years or what you want to happen in five years. And the second group is if that path wasn't available to you, 
um if, if that path wasn't a yeah i don't know zoom does this thing where if you do like a peace sign it then starts to show balloons but when i was trying to make oh. it come it didn't come back anyways yeah the second pathway is if the path that you chose is not available to you oh i don't know why this thing keeps doing this um if the path that you chose is not available to you um and you chose an alternative path what would five years down the line look like in plain terms so for example wally you did a master's and you then did a phd so maybe before you yeah you did a master's day a phd now if you were going to continue on that pathway say in academia what would your life look like in five years and then if you decided oh i don't want to do academia or that isn't available to me what would i do and what would the next five years look like so that's alternative path number two and the third category is if people's opinions and money were not an issue or a factor what would you be doing and what would the next five years look like? So that's your discipline, right? So in my version, the version that had um, no, money and opinions as not an issue, um, my ideal situation was to sort of like spend three months in different places. So I would have like my primary location as my base, but I would spend extensive periods in different markets, either markets associated with work or with family or whatnot, right? Um, but what your discipline now gets you to do is that that thing that has money and opinions as no issues, trying to see, okay, what version of this can I start to live today, right? Because if the only thing that's stopping me is money and people's opinions, then it means maybe this is what I really want to do. So how can I start to do that from where I am today? So anyway, so I, it had me thinking about this piece of me saying I wanted to stay in different places for certain periods of time. Now, technically, and what the last year has helped me see is that there's a version of it that is possible without the certain amount of money that I was thinking I would need to do it. Because if I think about 2023 so far, I feel like I've probably only spent like four or five months on the ground here in Ghana because I've done Kenya at the start of the year. I did the UK. I did the US. I did the US again. I'm doing Kenya at the end of the year. And if you line all of that together, I think I've only been in Ghana for a certain period of time. So technically I'm halfway through, or at least a third, a quarter of the way through, no, actually halfway through what I feel like that ideal situation is. So anyways, this trip also kind of like made me see, okay, if this is going to be a constant feature, what do I need to be doing differently, say over the next three months or four months to kind of like make things make sense, both in terms of numbers, but also in terms of like every other thing in between. So anyways. Um, but I think it's also like this year marked five years since I left Nigeria to come to Ghana. Um, so it also feels like another like transition point. So I feel like I'm about to, it's that season of next, what is the next thing, right? In a typical, I guess, regular country with good immigration plans, staying five years kind of like gets you on the path towards like permanent residency and things like that. But it's not as straightforward in a place like Ghana. So that's also like a thought in my head, like, okay, is there any point spending a bit more time given, like time is one of the things you have to pay to be somewhere. Part of yeah, the, uh, to, yeah. So it's like, if I'm paying that time somewhere that doesn't have a direct pathway or sensible or any kind of pathway or a place that I don't necessarily care for the pathway, then, you know, I need to make better use of that time. And another thought that has been coming into my head recently really is, and then when you watch football and they're like, okay, this guy is 24 and all of those things, you know, somehow because we've always been watching football and it's always been like, these guys are either your age or much older than you. There's always that vibe of consuming that content. But now I'm watching and they're like, Odegaard is 24 and I'm like, flipping hell, I'm 30. Like, <laughs> like 
like it's the perspective is now a bit different well this person is driving in formula one they're 22 and you're like wow okay so there's another there's also that kind of reality that starts to dawn in those when you start to think of things that way but anyways um i don't know where i was going with that but pretty much you're definitely a change man from words because i went to go and listen to your episodes that we did season two and three you know that you're a change man in terms of what's like, what, what, what do you, what do you observe? Nah, from here nah, I'll, 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 I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Is I'll the, leave the wait, no, of, no, of, is of, it, of that, you have that to, you, you have to drop a, like, is it a, is it the, cause I, there's a couple of things I can feel, or I guess, which is the, um, complacency content, but is this, is it about that or? It's about that. It's about, it's, it's about that, but every other thing about, are you are you are you spoken? Not thought. Are you spoken? I'm 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 not dissecting your thoughts. I'm not dissecting your words you've used in the past. Ah, mm. uh, okay. And and how you spoken about these topics mm. around ambition, all these things. Fair. Anyways, all right. It only takes one variable, or two, or three in combination. Yeah, I feel, sometimes. No, I feel like yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about this on another topic, but. <laughs> I feel like you over-index, no, you over-index I'll, quite I'll, a lot. I'm n- yeah. I'm not over-indexing anything. Okay. I'm just saying that it's a good coincidence. It's a good coincidence. So please. No. I feel like it's... That those variables occurred, or not occur, came, came to mind strongly. But I think that's life. It takes experiences to unlock things that you may already know. Or to unlock things that you're already planning for. Or to unlock things that, you, that were your list, but you didn't put them out on top. Yeah. No, but so it's nothing new. Yeah. It's just it's just made it it's just it's just it's just been prioritized. Yeah. But the other thing, I'll, the other thing I'll mention is it still connects to some things that I've said every time. Where for me, generally with life, it takes having a reason for me to like. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, yeah exactly. Of course, so if, of course, of course, it's it's definitely not aimless. Yeah. There's a reason. I'm just saying, like, the reason is stronger now. Yeah. Or is remerged to surface even more before it was submerged. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a season thing, right? It's like we have also crossed crossed our milestone where certain things become a lot more. Yeah. yeah and all of that. Anyways, um, that's our catch up, guys. Um, let's not drag this on longer than it needs to be. We're going to be back. I need to eat. At some point with a new episode. Do we want to say what the episode is about or we don't hold ourselves to that? Nope. You all will find out soon. Technically, by Friday, but you'll find Saturday. out without effing around. Go on. Yeah. Now it's like they'll, they'll find out technically on Friday or Saturday, depending on. On Monday, if you're not on Instagram, which is not great, but on Monday. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Cheerios, guys. Peace out. Uh, let me get to this. If, baby. If, if anyone has also traveled lately, let us know. Let us know your traveling experience has been like. Oh, if you're, that would be pretty cool. Or if you're planning to travel and uh, make those journeys, I think December is a period of people tend to make those moves as well. So, what, what's your thought about it? What's been your anxiety levels? If you've made a similar trip in the last six to eight months, you know, share, share us, share uh, your experiences with us and all of those sorts of things in our conversation. And my advice for you is if, 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 if you're coming from Lagos to anywhere, don't, 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 don't have avoid, avoid luggage. Like going back yeah. to Lagos or going from Lagos? If you're leaving Lagos to go anywhere, 
Make sure your luggage is not overweight. Bro, because you were dragging them up and down like someone that didn't think twice about what was carrying back of me. Because I did a full heat session at the airport trying to make my, my luggage work, make weight like I'm a boxer about <laughs> to fight. About to fight, stepping on the scales and stuff. Oh, wait, you don't have the, the scale thing. My scale was one kg. Their scale, rather, was everything I measured was one kg more at the airport. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, the jeans way heavy, shoes way heavy. Or, uh, or rather, one point. Bro, it's not f- with jeans. Food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shabai, I knew we were packing food stuff back. We went to open Wallis. Opens Wallis, Wallis restaurants back in Burm. So, happy for the, win- for the winter season. Anyways, um, I left, and, I, and I left my semo and Pamwell. <laughs> Wait, you gave it to them or what? No, I just went back. Here. So after my bags went in, I went back and took it and gave my sisters in the car park. Uh, and went and walked back inside. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool. All right, Lodjo, because I actually need to go eat as well. Peace out, guys. Catch you on the next one. We're back live. Take it easy. Take it easy, everyone. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Cheerios.